Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. We might call this episode the Angry Bird Brains because we've got a lot to vent about today, along with my partner, the ex-Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel. Mark, I thought the Eagles showed a lack of toughness yesterday, but you're a pretty tough guy. You had a heart bypass three weeks ago, and this is your second week back on the podcast. So if the Eagles showed a little fortitude like you've got, I think it would have been a different story yesterday. But how are you feeling, partner? Feeling better. Getting a little bit every day gets a little better, which is which is good. Uh, I'll see my doctor on Wednesday, so we'll, uh, the surgeon. So we'll see how. I'll let him tell me how, how I'm doing. <laughs> Well, that's uh, I'm, I'm glad you sound you sound good, and we're we're glad you're back. And you know, we're gonna, we're going to talk about uh, yesterday's game. First of all, I want to mention to everybody that this podcast is brought to you by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Mark is one of our esteemed writer. We've got a stable of great writers that write for us, and the new January issue is actually available for free right now on our website. If you go to JerseyManMagazine.com. You click on the ISSUU link, and you can read the magazine in its entirety for free. And we also feature some selective stories. And we've got a nice cigar club if people want to join that and uh, and have a cigar with us from time to time. So please go to the website, jerseymanmagazine.com, and check us out. Okay, uh, Mark, we're going to talk about the Eagles. And i got to tell you that I felt the tone of the game was set on the opening drive. The Eagles win the toss, elect to defer. The Saints get the football, and they run, I believe, uh, they opened the game with a 15-play drive that chewed up nine minutes that culminated in a touchdown. And to me, that really set the tone of the game. If you're a team that's looking to clinch uh, the number one seed in the entire NFC, and you let an opening drive like that uh, come against what is really a very mediocre team in the Saints. Yeah. To, to me, that that tells you something, that this team wasn't ready to play. We're going to talk about some coaching miscues that I thought were prevalent in the game, but uh, to me, that, that first drive set the tone for the entire day. Well, it did, like you said, not just that the Saints scored, but like, but the way they scored. They, they, like you said, they, they took up more than a half the quarter, Um and I didn't. I think they converted a couple fourth downs along the way, right? They they did convert a couple of short, I believe, third or fourth downs on that drive. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know why the Eagles wouldn't have been ready to play. Um, I you know I gave them the I gave them the pass. Losing to the Cowboys in Dallas is not a crime. No, and they played well. It's, they had four four turnovers. Four entirely turn- different scenario. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can lose. You're going to lose some games, but it's hard to wash over losing to like you called a mediocre and that's what they are they're mediocre they're not bad but they're they're middle of the pack saints team um at home that there's you can't just look that over i know i know they have a backup quarterback that's the big thing i think what we've learned the last two games the two losses jalen hurts is the mvp of the league because, I, I agree. <laughs> I mean, but Mahomes is Mahomes, and I'm not, I mean, if he gets it, I can't complain. He's a great player. Same with Burrow. But um, we don't know what they would be without. We don't know what Kansas City would be without Mahomes because he's played. We see the difference. The Eagles were 13 and one with Jalen Hurts. They're 0 and two without him. I think if you're talking about value, most valuable, I think I think we've seen how valuable Jalen Hurts is to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I could agree with you more. Yesterday, I don't think they did Minshew any favors, uh, first of all, by the way. Uh, 
uh, uh, Driscoll uh, was getting manhandled, uh, and they have to be able to you know, chip a tight end or a running yes. back over there. You know, Miles Sanders on his first pass protection totally whiffs on a linebacker that, that uh, results in a sack. And the Eagles coaching staff, it, it, it seems like a little bit of the old Howie scenario, trying to outsmart yourself. The Saints were one of the worst teams against the rush on defense in the entire NFL and one of the better teams against the pass. So what do the Eagles do? They don't run the football at all in, in the first half. They go three and out their first four possessions. They don't get a first down until there's about a minute left in the second quarter. And I think they only ran the ball by design one or two times. At, at one point, they had a third and three. And this is a, a time in the game where I believe the Eagles were down 7 to nothing or 10 to nothing at the time. And instead of just checking it down and picking up the first down, he takes a sideline shot uh, that you know was pretty well covered. Uh, Smith can't make the catch. And we're three and out again. I just thought I didn't know what the Eagles coaching staff was thinking uh, with the offensive play call. Now, they came out in the second half and decided to run the ball, and they ran it effectively. Uh, I think Miles Sanders ended well, up with 61 yards rushing. He still only scored 10 points. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not all. <laughs> they didn't. They, really, they weren't. Well, well, what do you think it is? Do you think they fell in love I with Menchu the way he threw the yeah. ball against the Cowboys, I, that we could do this I against don't. the Saints? Well, why why not look at the stats and say we're going to run the football because this team is terrible against the run? How about that? Unless the Saints, yeah, I, I was, I, I, this is where I wish I was there so I could ask these kind of things to the coach like I used to. Um, yeah, it made no sense. Their game plan didn't make much sense. Um, you know, just when I was starting to give Sirianni a lot of credit because uh, he's done, you know, you don't win thirteen games by accident. But here's another thing, like you said. You know Driscoll's out there. Well, I got I got two questions for him about about that. All right, it's easy to coach Lane Johnson, right? You got Lane Johnson out there. You know, there's a reason he was the fourth overall pick pick of the, of his draft. He's a very good, great player. I'll, I'll even use the word great. He is a great player. So you you put him you put him out there and you say, okay, Lane, you're blocking Cam Jordan. And for the most part, you don't have to worry too much about Cam Jordan. Well, you don't have Lane Johnson. Okay, injuries happen. Every team has them. Good coaching overcomes that. So now you're putting Driscoll out there, who was not the fourth overall pick. He was, he was like a fifth-round pick or six, whatever, whatever he was. And there's a reason for that. But, yes, you don't need him one-on-one -on -one with Cam Jordan. Yeah, yes, Cam Jordan killed him. But that's not Driscoll's fault. Driscoll's not better than Cam Jordan. Jordan's going to beat him. So give him help. Have a tight end over there. Have the back. Have somebody. It, or, or here's a crazy idea. Why didn't why didn't why didn't your f former first round pick Andre Diller play? Why is Driscoll? Did anybody ask why Diller isn't out there? I didn't hear the question, but it certainly it's got to be an indictment on Dillard and on his Diller. his performance. I mean, obviously they don't like him; <laughs> otherwise he'd be in I mean, the game. Yeah, obviously, right? I mean, he wasn't. I mean, yeah this this staff isn't the staff that, that drafted him. It was Doug and his people, but still. I was surprised. I thought for sure, and he wouldn't tell us all week. Sirianni, he likes to play those games like, like the Saints are really going to. Oh my God, they're playing Driscoll. I couldn't believe it. I mean, come on, just tell us who's playing. Um, so he wouldn't say all week who was going to play. Oh, we have options. We have options. Well, guess what? The option you chose didn't work out so well. 
I agree with everything you're saying. Uh, it looked like New Orleans took the blueprint from when Washington beat the Eagles earlier in the season. They, the time of possession was 37 minutes for New Orleans, twenty uh, a little less than 23 minutes for the Eagles. So, Well, the Eagles uh, went three and out. The Eagles only had 60, 61 yards at halftime, four, and 25 of it came on the last play yeah, to half. Yeah, three and out the first four possessions. It, it was a disgrace. But a, a lot of it, too, Mark, they were shooting themselves in the foot. A lot of penalties, false yep. starts. Yeah. I get it when a backup quarterback is in there, but this, this is why you practice, all right? And, again, the league has mandated that you, you can only hit a certain amount of times. But if you don't go live speed in practice, then it's really hard to replicate that in the game. Right. Uh, a lot of false I, starts. I, a lot of false starts. Uh, that's not hitting. That has nothing to do with it. Kelsey that's, that's was making mistakes, which is uh, totally yeah. out of character. And, and just dumb mistakes. I, I remember one play. I think the Eagles had like a third and 25 in the first half. And Minshew uh, gets flushed out of the pocket. Now, instead of throwing the ball down the field, where at least maybe you have a catch or uh, you get a pass interference, he checks it down to like a five-yard route. The guy gains eight yards, and we got to punt the ball. So – it was just it was just mistakes and 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 silly penalties and things like that it gnawed at me during the game. I I, I really and I, I thought a big play in the game to be honest with you was um, the Gainwell touchdown that was nullified by a Dickerson penalty, which wasn't a penalty. Well, uh, there was a penalty. They, well, they there was, but it was a mulatto. It was it wasn't a Dickerson. And that, the wrong uh, yeah, well, maybe they maybe they did, but according to mulatto, he talked to the ref after the play, and the ref said no, it was on Dickerson. So and that wasn't a penalty. That that wasn't a hold. That was a pancake block. And again, going back to the old scenario I spoke about weeks ago, why not? Have, if you're going to review these things, have a master ref in the booth, push the button. It was an obvious mistake. Let's get the call right and move on. If you've got well, the technology got, well, to do, do it, that, why don't we do it? That and said. The hold was on Mulata, so yeah, they, 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 still they, a hold. Oh, they, they, yes, they, they could have done I that. I just thought he called the wrong number. Yeah, That's according to Mulata after the game, right. he, he did not. But, uh, it, you know, it was just a poor game overall, certainly offensively. Now, the Eagles' defense, um, this, this, they're at a record-setting pace as far as sacks are concerned. Reddick had another two sacks. Brandon Graham, seven sacks for the day. I think they set an all-time record for the Eagles for sacks in a season yesterday that the defense was the real deal and, uh, and came to play is just the offense oh, yeah. was inept. The, the, and the defense was on the field the whole first half. It seemed like, yes. So, I mean, people were ripping gal again. Listen, the, yeah, the defense played more than well enough to win the game. They only allowed 13 points. Um, but I, and I tell you what, I, I was texting you this during the game right up until the pick six. I thought the Eagles were, were still going to pull the game out. I really did. Yeah, you After texted the, me that. Yeah. AJ Brown, I thought, okay, they're best. They're down there. The Saints will – I was waiting for the Saints to throw an interception or fumble or do something. And give the Saints credit. They um, they played safe, smart football yesterday. The Eagles didn't play smart. They did. And I love A.J. Brown. I think he adds a dynamic to the game. But the pick six uh, in the uh, – in the third quarter, I believe, or, or maybe it was in the first half. Sure. I forget now. Um, you know, AJ, yeah, it, it was in the it was it was in the second half. You know, right. AJ Brown gets beat to the spot. He's running a quick slant, and Lattimore reads it and beats him to the spot. AJ Brown's got to win that battle. He's got to beat that guy to the spot and at least break up that pass. And he didn't do it. He looked like he backed up a little bit, which I thought was well. According to AJ Brown, 
and Brown, he, this is this is pretty telling. Well, he he kind of threw Minshew under the bus a little bit there. So that he looked, he was trying to get Minshew's attention to what he. I don't know. There was a communication um, miscommunication on the part of Minshew and AJ Brown there that Brown was doing something and Minshew didn't realize what. I don't know. That Brown Brown tried to explain it after the game that. And, he, and, he, and in doing so, he really kind of, well, I mean, Minshew's a backup for for a reason. And I think we can end this whole Minshew media, this whole, oh, he's auditioning to be a starter somewhere. He ain't starting start anywhere but Winnipeg. Well, it's not, and it's not that I think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's, he, he's I think backup. he would be, I think he'd be a moderate backup in the that's NFL. Yeah, that's exactly. He's uh, not starting where, for anybody. Where he should if be. he's starting, you're going to, you're going to be a bad, I mean. Not that, again, the Dallas game, he didn't, he wasn't terrible, but he did throw two picks. Um, well, we you know, we spoke about this win. last week. The the Jalen Hurts, the presence that he bring with the threat of running the football, adds a dynamic to this offense that may, really makes it unstoppable because you've got Miles Sanders who can run it. You've got to guard Hurts who can certainly run it. And then if you and run well, the if you run the run a pass option and you pull it out, now you've got you know, great receivers and a tight end that, that, that can make things happen in the field. If you take that Hurts running dimension away, the Eagles just aren't that effective. It's that simple. Right. That's why all these people that were, you know, early in the season that were doubting Hurts and saying he's just this, he's just that. Well, now you're seeing what, what Hurts is and what he, you know, hopefully will be again when he gets back in the lineup because, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's to be, you know, take Joe Burrow off the Bengals and, and they're and they're probably not winning too many games. Take Josh Allen off Buffalo, and they're probably not winning too many games. You know, there are there's a reason. You know, there's starters and backups in this league for 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 a good reason. You know, Minshew's a backup quarterback. That's all he's ever going to be. And you what know? is it? What is it about this team? And we praise the defensive uh, front line for getting seven sacks. They're doing it with rushing four, which, which I think is a key to winning football. But why do we turn mediocre quarterbacks into all pros? Andy Dalton was 18 for 22 yesterday. Really? Andy Dalton, 18 for 22. You're going to sit back in that zone because you don't have Avante Maddox. So you're going to let Andy Dalton go 18 for 22. And by the way, Taysom Hill was two for two. So now you're looking for at 20 for 24, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. against the Saints. Come on. It, yeah, it's I don't, just – I don't, I don't understand. I, I just don't. I, you know, I know it's easy from the catbird seat. You know, you and I sit on a TV with the remote control and we're dissecting plays when stuff happens in real time. But to me, I'm having chatter with you and a bunch of guys during the game, and we're all seeing the same thing. It, it seems kind of funny. Eagles have 20 assistant coaches. They can't see this from the, from the press box that we're looking at. Uh, yeah, I don't, that, that's, and you're right. That, if, if Burrow does that against you or Mahomes or, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, yeah, I mean, they're they're great quarterbacks. Andy Dalton is kind of, I mean, he had his moment with the Bengals more than a few years ago. Now, but he's he's on his fourth team. Come on. Andy yeah, Dalton's he's kind of a backup quarterback at this point. I mean, and, yeah, you shouldn't let Andy Dalton do it. Okay, okay. I We've saw had... a stat where Andy Dalton against the Eagles has been pretty incredible through his career. Well, so we got our venting out of the way. We'll spend the last couple minutes of me okay. telling you why I think the Eagles are still in good shape. Number one, the, the Giants have clinched their playoff berth. 
uh, I believe there's only a, uh, the only way they can improve is they think they can improve to, to five instead of six if everything. No, they can't. Work, no, no, they, they can't. Oh, they're locked in. Okay, so they have no reason to play their starters. However, Dayball they can't after the seven and they can't move to five. They're six. Okay, no Dayball what. after the game announced that he was not going to rest his starters. He he was going to play it out, which I thought was a little surprising. That may be gamesmanship. I think that uh, you know when push comes to shove, the game doesn't mean anything, and certainly if it's getting out of hand one way or another, that uh, hopefully the Eagles' direction that. The Eagles or the Giants will will pull some of their main players, but Eagles opened as a thirteen and a half point favorite against the Giants at home in a game that they have to win. Which I assume the Sharpies think that the Giants are going to rest their regulars. But I do think if Jalen Hurts comes back, the Eagles have had their eyes open now. You and I have had this discussion in the past that sometimes losing is really great. I mean, it opens your eyes to deficiencies. Winning, if you win games and you're doing things wrong, you, you tend to pass over them. Ah, we won the game, you know, go ahead. But if you lose the game, now you can dissect what you're doing wrong and actually improve because of it. So hopefully the Eagles have had their eyes open. They know they're not infallible. Jalen Hurts is back at quarterback, and they can make a run to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's why that, the, the line's, would you say, 13, 13 and a yeah. half? Because they know. Vegas knows Hertz is playing. Are they, are they thinking? Are well, Vegas sure? knows Hertz is playing, and Vegas also thinks the Giants are not going to play the yeah. regulars. But even if the Giants, the Giants played their regulars a couple weeks ago at the Meadowlands, right? True. And the Eagles beat them by what? 20 something? Yeah. That was a yeah. lopsided so, win. Yeah. At the Meadowlands, at their place. Yeah, but, so, yeah. but you know the way lines work. They're not going to open. Yeah. The, if all things were considered, the Giants had something to play for. And, and you know, and so did the Eagles. And Hertz was the quarterback. That's probably not going to be a ten-point line. It might be a seven or eight. Right, point line. I mean, the Eagles again. I I look at matchups. The, the, the Eagles match up very well against the Giants. I mean, the, if I was I was really hoping the Giants needed to. That it would have been so much more fun if like the Eagles needed to win to get the top seed, but the Giants needed to win to get in. Like if they would have, I guess if they would have lost yesterday, maybe they they would have had to win to get in. So that would have been fun. That would have been a you know, that would have been a really high drama game. And I still think the Eagles would have blown them out. That they, they just, I don't know. I just when I look at the Giants, and I think Dable, I think Dable's coach of the year. I really do. I think there's a lot of good choice. Doug Peterson right there. I wouldn't mind seeing Doug win it because I like Doug, but. To take the the Giants were the worst team in football over the past five years, the worst. And for him to come in his first year and take this team to the playoffs, well, I agree. I love I love the guy. I loved I loved him in Buffalo. I knew that the Giants hired yeah, the right a great guy. Hire. It really was. Finally, the Giants finally, after hiring you know Pat Shermer and Joe Judge and you know the, the likes of those people, really got it right this time. Speaking of um, speaking of coaches, how about Ron Rivera doesn't know that they're eliminated? Now, was he kidding? No, he was not. I thought he was messing with the writer. No, I now, he, he, he looked to me like it was le- legit, that he was legitimately surprised to, to know that. How do you the, not know? I mean, that's... I don't know. I don't know. I got, hey, there, the, the one thing you can say is keep your eye on the ball, worry about yourself, don't worry about what other people are doing, but that's a pretty important point. But that is yourself. Yeah. You, got, you got to know that you're eliminated. I mean, that's. A, I mean, the PR guy's got to even let him know that, right? I mean, that's bad. Every that, everybody. Yeah, you don't want to go in front I of the thought, microphones. I really, so you think it was it was real? I, I thought he was messing with the writer. Like the writer was like, "Oh, you're eliminated." Oh, 
Well, I, I, I watched the press conference. It did look like he was kidding no, around if he was. But, but anyway, you and I are in agreement that you know, we said last week, no reason for panic. Am I mildly concerned by what happened yesterday? I am. I fully expect Eagles to come out, play one of their better games, the last game of the year, to beat the Giants handily. We're going to get the number one seed. It'll be an important week of rest, certainly for Hertz and Lane Johnson. I don't think we're going to get Maddox back, but you know some of the other players that can get healthy, like C, you know, C, yeah, CJ, and thank goodness Josh Sweat had a bad injury, but he's moving his extremities, and he he posted on Twitter that he'll be back before the end of the year. So uh, let's get healthy, let's get focused, let's get that bye week off, which is going to be really important, and let's make a run because I still believe the Eagles are the best team in the NFC and, and possibly the best team in football when they're hitting on all cylinders. Well, we'll see. And, and, and like you said, the big thing is, is Jalen Hurts and, and, his, and his shoulder now. Is he, is he ready? You know, they, they've been very mysterious about all that, too. Uh, I think part of that was making New Orleans kind of guess early on in the week who was going to play. You know, the, the, the practice film that I saw of Jalen Hurts, he looked good. He was moving good. He threw the ball a few times. didn't look like he was in pain. So hopefully he'll be okay. And, and, and here's another thing. So let, if the Eagles would have won yesterday today, and wrapped up the number one seed, would they have played Hurts against the Giants? I don't think so. I didn't, Yeah, I don't either. I think Not they would have given him an extra weeks week off. and then the bye week. Yeah, but that, that is a long that, time to, me, to sit out. Too much time off. It is. It's a, it's a long time there. Really, I mean, you played, so I don't – Well, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I had this conversation with Coach Vermeil, who sat in for you a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. now he was notorious for, you know, full speed all the time, full contact. And I said, are you going to you gonna rest uh, Hurts, these players? Oh, he goes, oh, absolutely. I said, oh, sure, now you're going to rest people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I I wouldn't mind resting him if if he had played if he if he had never gotten hurt. Sure, you rest him the last game. But I mean, if Hurts didn't play, if they win yesterday and Hurts doesn't, that's that's five weeks off for Hurts, right? Yeah, it's that's it's a long it's a long time. And again, when you don't practice uh, at full speed tempo, it's hard to replicate. Yeah. Even if you do, it's hard to replicate game speed because game speed I mean, in the NFL is unlike, and there's, there's such a difference. So you have to get acclimated to that, and, and it takes a while. So, but this but, might be a good thing in that they have to play Hurts next week, just to get him back on the field, for, and then and then hopefully win and get the, another week off. So I agree. He does get some rest, but he, I just thought it was. You know, I, I, I don't like a guy, I don't like a quarterback especially, having five weeks off and then, and then coming back to play the biggest game of your life. Exactly. But listen, uh, Mark, it's been uh, always a pleasure chatting the, the birds with you. I'm going to hand it off to Joe to pipe in our music and end this podcast. But for everybody, we're going to have a better, uh, more upbeat podcast for you next week. I'm certain of it. For my partner, Mark Eckel, this is Ken Dunnick saying thank you for listening to The Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. And we'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody.